The Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. The apostles said to the Lord, increase our faith. The Lord replied, if you had faith the size of a mustard seed, you could say to this mulberry tree, be uprooted and planted in the sea, and it would obey you. Who among you would say to your slave who has just come in from plowing or tending sheep in the field, come here at once and make, take your place at the table? Would you not rather say to him, prepare supper for me, put on your apron and serve me while I eat and drink, and later you may eat and drink? Do you thank the slave for doing what was commanded? So you also, when you have done all that you were ordered to do, say, we are worthless slaves. We have done only what we ought to have done. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. You may be seated. Increase our faith, the disciples begged Jesus. Increase our faith. They had good reason to make such a request, and they were asking the right person. The disciples knew well that faith was a gift from God, and as much as they wanted more of it, they knew that God is the source of faith. And so they turned to Jesus when they found themselves suddenly feeling a lack of faith that they needed to live as Jesus was asking them to live. They looked down this road of discipleship ahead and they knew that following Jesus was not going to always be easy. And they worried. They worried their fuel takes of faith were too low to get them to the destination, the kingdom of God. Have you ever felt that you didn't have what it takes to do what was being asked of you? Ever had that feeling? Yeah, me too. Maybe as a parent, a job, uh, there was a job ahead that seemed too hard seemed too much to bear. Maybe, maybe at work there was something that seemed too hard. Maybe there was a sudden change in life that just seemed too great a burden to ever recover from. We all face times like this. We all face challenges that seem too great. But if we keep going, one step one day at a time, somehow, by the grace of God, we are carried through. God carries us. God's people carry us. Our faith carries us. It endures. We discover that we had more strength than we thought, and more patience, more resilience than we knew. We discover that there is more power in us to to draw up from the well of hope and faith that God has given us. Friends, God's message to those of us who are struggling today is hang in there. You have what it takes. We are all here for you. God has given you what you need to make it through, one day at a time. 
fearing a lacking faith, this lacking the faith to live as Jesus has called us to live, is a feeling that is shared by many who are trying to follow Jesus. It's shared by the disciples, even. I can remember as a kid praying the same exact prayer as the disciples, asking God to increase my faith. In middle school and in high school, there were a lot of kids at the time who were, uh, had become very showy with their faith, very, very, very religious outwardly. And I, I was immersed in the church and, and from the day that I was born, from the day that I was baptized. Like Paul says of Timothy, I was blessed with a faith that was passed down through my parents and grandparents and great-grandparents. I was in church every time the doors opened. I tried to read my Bible. I went on mission trips and youth conferences, yet I was insecure about my faith in in comparison to those around me. I didn't have the same language to talk about God as they seem to have. I was amazed at their spiritual uh, language and the Bible verses that just seemed to roll off their tongues. I felt lacking in, in, face, in the face of their spiritual confidence. And, and some of it was for good reason. For some of those folks would question the sincerity of my faith or of my tradition. My youth pastor, this was Daniel, he would assure me, you are fine, you are saved. You can tell them that Jesus saved you 2,000 years ago on the cross. And, and a little while later, I was still worried, he said a few years later, you can actually tell them you were saved at the beginning of creation. And I believed that. But still, I so often prayed, God, increase my faith. But that's not really how faith works. Faith isn't a commodity. In our culture that commodifies everything, our culture that sells even people like property, that reaps extreme profits from the earth's resources, that determines human value based on how much we have, faith, I think, gets wrapped up in that culture of commodification. Increase our faith rolls off the tongue right alongside our other prayers for God to increase what we fear we don't have enough of. Increase our faith in God while you're at it. Can you increase my income? Can you increase my health? Can you increase my child's GPA? Increase my lifespan. Increase my standing in the eyes of my boss so I can get a promotion. I admit As we work on the church budget for next year, I offer my own prayers for increase. Increase our health ministry donor base so we can keep serving the health needs of our community. And then when I find myself feeling guilty for worrying too much, I I pray, increase my trust. The disciples' request for more faith from Jesus comes in response to Jesus laying out some pretty awesome responsibilities for his followers to share the good news with the poor, to be radically forgiving of a brother or sister who has sinned against them. And for this great duty of discipleship, the disciples ask for some more faith. But more faith, I'll say, is probably the wrong prayer. What's required is increased action 
from the disciples. Jesus asks for more obedience based on the faith the disciples do have, even if it is just a mustard seed worth of faith. Do you think you can muster up a mustard seed worth of faith? My friend David Bartlett once said, asking for faith itself is the mustard seed from which more faith grows. Faith to forgive, faith to obey. Beloved, the heart of what Jesus wants for us, his disciples, to know is that we have the faith that we need to accomplish God's mission through us. Our faith, as it is right now, is sufficient to be part of God's mission of healing the world through Jesus. When as a kid I was praying for more faith, it was because I was concerned with measuring myself against others that were living, rather than living in the faith that God had already given me. I was measuring rather than enjoying and celebrating the relationship that I had with God and God's people, which is what God really asks for us, to celebrate and enjoy the faith that we have, the love of God. Your faith, however confident you may be about it or however insecure, your faith today is enough. It is enough to allow you to participate in fellowship, in service, to come to communion, to witness the kingdom of God. It is enough today. If you think that faith can't bear the weight of the task before you, or it is too tattered and worn by the life that you have weathered, beloved, your faith right now is enough to grab hold of and to use for the task before you. Your faith today can burst forth with the whole weight of glory. The way to experience that is to just start living it. I heard of a young man who was worried about his prayer life, much like these disciples are worried about their faith. And one day he sat in a wooden chair across from his mentor and he grieved. He said, I'm, I'm so easily distracted. My mind buzzes with noise. I can't pray. Please help me. His mentor nodded slowly and smiled, saying, it will pass. Keep practicing. And one week later, the young man sat across from his mentor again. And this time he was slid lower in his chair and he stared at the empty table. He said, nothing works. I sit in silence, I, I journal, I read the Bible, and still, my mind is just too noisy. I can't pray. Please help me. His mentor nodded slowly, smiled, said, it will pass. Keep practicing. So many weeks went by, during which the young man didn't visit his mentor, until one day, he bounded into the room and he stood at the table beaming, you were right! You were right. I kept practicing. I sat in silence. I, I journaled. I read my Bible. And eventually, the busyness of my mind, it settled like dust. And, and, and I could pray. I can pray. His mentor rose from the table, set his hands on the young man's shoulders, and smiled. 
It will pass, he said. Keep practicing. Faith isn't something that we need to worry about having enough of. Faith is God's gift to inspire us to respond boldly to God's generous love for us. If faith grows, it does so in response to using it in obedience to God. When Jesus tells his disciples if they had even a mustard seed worth of faith, they could command a tree to jump into the sea, he's saying something crazy because he wants us to take hold of the faith that we do have and live it that boldly. Because no matter how we feel about our faith, the one that we have placed our faith in is bigger than any of us and our feelings. And what God has promised is beyond our wildest dreams eternal life, peace in this life, forgiveness, and the possibility of new life. God is just so powerful, just so good, just so forgiving that no sickness will outmatch God, no sin will outweigh God's grace, no grave will bury the life that God has given us all. The whole weight of glory is ready to burst forth even from a mustard seed worth of faith. And if you want to taste and see how glorious it will be, well, just taste it. Just start living it right now. Live the mustard seed of faith that you have right now. This weekend, the church remembers St. Francis of Assisi, who formed the Order of Franciscans, who today run the church down the street, St. Francis Catholic Church in the soup kitchen there. St. Francis is who the current Pope is named in honor of. St. Francis died in 1226, a long time ago. He was born into a wealthy family but gave up his inheritance to serve the poor. When our hearts begin to feel the fear of doubt that we don't have what it takes to walk this path with Jesus, when we fear that we don't have enough faith, I think there is a prayer that St. Francis is known for that can be a helpful alternative to our cries for more faith. Francis never prays for an increase in faith that I know of, but he prayed for an increase in what he could do for God. May our prayers for increased faith be transformed to a prayer for God to increase what we do with our faith. So let us pray as St. Francis prayed. Let us pray. Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. Where there is hatred, let me sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. And where there is sadness, joy. O divine master, grant that I may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, and it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Amen.